is this actually episode 10? Background noise of Kaylee's podcast. About Vikings and shit. Well, it feels like it most of the time. Stop treating me like it then. Feed me, life is good. You are going to be heard doing all your weird shit on these microphones now. But yeah, I wanted a glass of wine without thinking I was going to get me son off his tits. <laughs> Have you thought about breastfeeding? I had my tit out because I was breastfeeding. I don't mind my titties. I think they're quite delightful. Just I wish my nip was back where it once was. Hi everyone and welcome back to Mama Social, the podcast. I am Lauren. And I am Kaylee. And Kaylee, what number episode are we on? <laughs> 10 I think. Is this actually episode 10? It was 9 last week so that's that's maths. So last week in episode 9 at the beginning I mentioned and I made a little apology about the sound quality um, of the episodes because we know that it hasn't been incredible and I said you know we're just two girls sitting in Kaylee's kitchen we haven't got the most expensive mics or equipment we've got no producers um and this morning, I have came in, well, actually, sorry, it's this afternoon. This afternoon, I have came in and I said, Kaylee, the sound quality last week was still shit. We spent such a long time trying to sort that out. Kaylee has just realised that for nine whole weeks, <laughs> my mic was switched off. <laughs> we have been sharing one microphone across the table. Mm-hmm. I am a good distance, a good arm's length away from Kaylee's microphone. We've been sharing the one microphone for the whole nine episodes. So here it is, episode number 10, where you will actually be able to hear me properly and you'll probably want to turn the episode down. Uh, Honestly, there's no malicious intent. Uh, You were trying to quiet me. (laughs) You were trying to not get my voice heard. (laughs) Fucking unachievable. Exactly. So I was like looking down and she was t- doing the sound check and I was like, them lighting, you know, on like a na- lighting board where the, the lights move up and down when volume's heard. I was like, Lauren's mic isn't moving. So I just wiggled with turned it. Turned it on. She just turned it on. <laughs> Her, literally flicked a button one way. And but how have you never realised that before? I'm not a sound technician. I'm, I'm a, a trained dance teacher and musical theatre artiste. Mm. you're not meant to be in the background i'm not i mean i feel like that's what i've been for the last nine weeks (laughs) background noise of (laughs) kaylee's podcast (laughs) oh ben don't be silly i've just been in the background well making a lot of ruckus from the background Mm. so uh, here's my apology to you and your beautiful vocal notes that have just not been heard to its full full capacity and what a week to actually have volume on me when i'm full of cold and you're just probably going to hear me choking on snot well i'm glad honestly people listeners if you had this close encounter with lauren last week you all would have nearly vomited i would have imagined with the amount of snot she was gurgling with but so it hasn't it hasn't got any better has not got any better. But anyway, right, now that we've got over the fact that you've tried to silence me for nine weeks. Um, that's definitely the pit of my week, finding out that I've been sabotaged. Um, 
So how are you? What have you been up to? How was your Mother's Day? It was lovely. Was it? It was really, really nice. Dale, spon- he's very spontaneous, but it's always me that has to book everything. Are oh, you like this yeah. with Glenn? Well, we just don't do anything, so oh. would neither of us book anything ever. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the booker. I'm the uh-huh. organiser. I think of my entire group, to be fair. Oh, when nah. I don't do it, nothing gets done. Um, so he said, oh, I think it was on Friday, we're going... I've booked the train. We're going to York for the day with the kids. We're going to a museum. If you've never been to the Norvik Museum, amazing. About Vikings and shit. Because I'm a bit of a geek when it comes to, like, history. Mm-hmm. Um, so he knew I'd buzz my tits off with that. Technical term, buzz my tits off. Um, but, yeah, it was brilliant. Kids were mint on the train. Then we missed that, you know, between breakfast and dinner snack time. Yeah. And we should have gone, as soon as we got off the train, we should have gone for a, a cuppa and got a snack for the kids. Freddie yeah. started whinging about his legs hurting. And I was like, oh my God, I am, um, you know, when you start getting stressed. And I was like, this is going to be the worst day. Oh my God, oh my God. And then as soon as we ate and I had a glass of wine, it was brilliant. I ended up with three glasses of wine. I felt tiddly, one around York. <laughs> tiddly. Tiddly. Um... And then as soon as I got on the train at four o'clock, I was completely sober and my hangover was kicking off. So, yep, yeah, all in all, brilliant day. Mint. But we didn't, I didn't get a present, which is fine because the day was me present. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I don't think you need presents anyway, do you? No. I'm, I'm not a present gal. Question for you. Did Glenn get you a fiancé Mother's Day card? What, like, happy Mother's Day to my fiancé? Yeah. Thanks like, for happy... being me second mum. Thanks for being my mum, my son's mum. Like, there's cards that say, to my wife, happy Mother's Day. To no, my girlfriend, happy Mother's Day. I just Mother's got Day. a card off Orcs. Well. I was a bit disappointed I didn't have one off the dogs, but I wasn't bothered that I didn't have one off Glenn. Well, I really wanted a, one off him. And as soon as you go on Facebook and everyone's like, to my beautiful wife, thank you for being the best mother... Not a thing. And I mentioned it to him and he went, you're not my mum. And I was like, (laughs) well, it feels like it most of the time. Stop treating me like it then. Oh, I need to quench one's thirst. I was angry yesterday. So obviously yesterday was Mother's Day. Day. Well, I just felt a bit. So I got a lie in. Mm -hmm. I was woken up with some Nutella on toast. Oh, And uh, coffee. Um, and then I went downstairs and all of the rubbish from the day before was still on the kitchen bench, like cardboard that needed flattening and stuff. Um, so I had to do that. I had to put a load of washing in, put a load of washing away. Um, at one point I was mopping the floors and I kept thinking, I should not be doing housework on Mother's Day. This is Mother's Day. And I kept saying, I'm pissed off that I'm doing this because it's Mother's Day. And he was like, Ooh. Well, I don't do nothing on Father's Day. You do nothing all day, every day. <laughs> anyway, I'm due on my period and it's, I'm angry. Oh, and I'm, I'm whacking stuff off the table and tell her off. You'd... Now that you've got a fucking microphone, you can't exactly. do it even more. Jesus wept. You'll be able to hear everything now. Um, no, actually yesterday was the first Mother's Day I've enjoyed because I feel like for four years... This is my fifth one with Fred. I have put Mother's Day on a pedestal as if I should experience it in this like 
beautiful way or, yeah. or it's all about me like you romanticize uh-huh. it like what you're reading books or seeing films oh. and that's just not life is nah. it that first year I, I ended up going for a walk crying yeah because there was just nothing planned there was nothing and I was like I have changed my entire life for this child and nothing has been like appreciated and then I was like the fuck like it's such a stupid commercialized day I know it is 100% but why do we, why do we feel like... But then, like, I was pissed off that I was hoovering was... and mopping on Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. But, but we I'm, I'm pissed do... off when I do that every day. Well, most days, anyway. Some days I enjoy it if I'm alone doing it. Um, but, yeah, I feel like it's a perfect example of what's that saying? Where it's, like, just accept situations for what they are and not what you think they should be. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Yeah. And I think that's how we should take everything, mm-hmm. just as it is. Just take it as it is. Stop thinking about you were going to wake up and get whisked away somewhere. Don't know where. Well, and you were going to get waited on hand and foot all day because it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And when Freddie was having his nervous breakdown about my legs are tired, but fucking hell, he can run for bloody marathons when he wants to do something he wants to do. <laughs> so when he was whinging on... I was going to tell, this is the worst decision ever. This worst. is, we've just come away and got stressed. Like, oh my God. And then he was like, well, that's fucking lovely to hear. Like, I bought these things and did it. And I was just being really unappreciated. Appreciative? Whatever that word is. But all in all, we fed him. Life was good. But that yeah, sounds we... like me. Feed me. Life's good. <laughs> Feed me. Life is good. I fucking love food. Same. Because I fell off the wagon this weekend. Not fell off the wagon, but ate some chocolate. I had a bag of hula hoops on the train, living my best life. Oh my God, I've you've like somersaulted off the wagon. No, but today I'm like, it's like I'm having to start all over again. Like I'm craving sugar. Like the little bastards in me gut going, eat me, eat me. Well, Oh my god, why can I not stop yawning? What's funny though, you are going to be heard doing all your weird shit on these I microphones know. now. Normally I can like, oh, I'll pull that back a little bit. Not anymore, kid. Nah. I can't, it's a concentrating thing. I think, I think like when I'm concentrating on something and like having to listen to someone talk, not that your talking's <laughs> boring at all, but you know, like school was not for me. Oh my god, I've just nearly choked. Like school and mm. college, I really, really struggle like being talked at. And I know obviously you're not sat talking at us like we're having a conversation, but it just makes us want to yawn <laughs> so bad. Like so fucking rude. I think <laughs> I think it's a um, isn't it like isn't it a symptom of ADHD? You told me this. I'm sure it is. I'm well, sure like, I've heard that somewhere. Why are you yawning so much? It's, honest to God, like, like because, I'm not tired. No, because when we're just talking like normal, you're not yawning. No. But when we're sat in front of each other and you're having a really focus, it uh-huh, must be that. I think it's because, like, I'm focusing, so, like, my brain is obviously just gasping for air. <laughs> Christ. But, yeah, you are going to be able to hear it all now. When I'm trying You'll to disguise like, my little yawns. Turn that microphone off. I've got the sniffles, can't stop yawning. Oh, what else did... Oh, we, so... Pits and peaks of the week. I've just had my pit of the week and that's why I had to turn on a bit of Beyonce to get in the zone Ooh. of... Here she fucking goes, I'm telling I'm you. I'm whacking everything, right? Um, 
That's why I had to get in the zone and just let it all out. Because whoever the fuck has okayed that traffic jam at Dalton Park, where my child's nursery is, oh my God. Why? Maybe there was a Ted Duck in the middle of the road. Ted Duck. No, the re-bloody, you know when the take off the road yeah, and then relay the roads everywhere why not do it on a night when nobody is in a rush this car i'm not kidding you flew up the wrong side of the lane like the left hand right hand lane she's yawning again right hand lane and pulled in right at the front he went past about 50 cars because he must have been i was sat there for 25 yeah, but minutes. you know what i bet he got somewhere faster than you he did but like I wish I had the balls to do yeah, that. Yeah, I wish I had the balls to do that. I would never, Glenn would, 100%, and I'd be sat in the passenger seat going, oh my God, like, oh, no, like not looking at anyone. But I, I couldn't do that either. I'd sit and patiently wait because I'm just such a patient girl. Um, but Eva yeah, was me be... in the back of the car, like, but I, I wanted to go to Dalton Park beforehand because fuck me, I need to do an Easter bonnet. When was this a thing? Oh, nah. I checked Class Dojo when, when the Burns had, school you have an app that you have to check every now and again you sp- good mams check them every day i am not one of them good mams i checked last night and it was homework that was put on a week ago saying easter bonnets make your bonnet i'm like what the fuck so i now need to find a bonnet for a boy hat and create this easter oh man stressed so what do you can you not just make like a hat out of paper well, I think it's a bit of a competition, but I'm yeah. just not one of them mums. But you know you're going to walk the school yeah, gate at I'm the end of this week. I'm not very creative. Like, I'm just, that. yeah, that's not me either. But there'll be some mums that have like that literally... Go, go for the, it. The bands have not touched that hat. Yeah. They have not put one ounce of creativity. They've been on Pinterest. They've created it themselves. And then they just anoint the hat on the child on the Friday and say, off, precious child, go and win us the medal. Because I have nothing else to do with my life but to be competitive on the school run. Can you feel like somebody's irritated? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not going to that, though. I'm getting, I'm definitely getting those vibes. <laughs> I'm so thirsty. Oh, me coffee journey. Me coffee journey. Coffee journey. I found a coffee that's quite nice. That doesn't taste like ashtray. So what? What is it? Capu- uh, hazelnut cappuccino. All right, look, do you not like a latte like? Well, I had one of them two days ago. Uh-huh. And it was still nice. Uh-huh. After the fourth or fifth taste. Uh-huh. The f- one, two, three, four, I was like, oh, like, makes us feel funny. But then I'm thirsty as fuck. Is that a symptom of coffee? That it makes you thirsty? Yeah. I think so, because it's like... Diuretic, is that the word? I don't know if that's the word. I was just going to say caffeine. Well... It doesn't not make yeah. I don't know, but I feel like if I had any kind of like milky drink, I would probably want some water after. Well, I don't know why I'm doing it because I'm just adding calories to my diet. Yeah, if you don't want to, I just fucking love a coffee. They don't even make us feel like awake or anything. Like, I don't need a morning coffee to wake us up. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make us feel any more energetic or anything. Mm-hmm. I just love it. Nice taste. I am just a big coffee fan. I'd like to be this person. Yeah, I always wanted to be that person. You know, you know, when I was younger, this is very toxic, by the way. Um, when I was younger and, you know, like years and years ago when like skinny was what everyone wanted to be. Yeah. Like everyone wanted to be like stick thin. Like I'm talking like when I was in school, I was like 16, 17. Mm-hmm. 
And I used to think, right, I want to be so skinny. Like, I want to be really, really skinny. I want big asses weren't a thing. Oh, nah. Actually, I was probably a little bit older. I was probably like 18, 19. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to think, I want to be one of these girls that like just drinks black coffee and smokes cigarettes. And that's it. And like, just like Kate Moss. And I remember trying to force myself to drink coffee and nah, just absolutely <laughs> no. I, I would lip, I would have a mouthful and spit it out. And obviously cigarettes are also not my thing. I think that absolutely, bleh. um, so yeah, that didn't work out. And I became the girl that ate and ate and ate and ate and, ate and didn't stop. <laughs> and we're fucking weird when you're younger. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to think of anything weird I did. I also, there was this one time when me and one of my best friends, we have both got like really thick hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously it was even thicker like when we were younger. And it was before like really good straighteners and stuff were out. Well, actually, I think I had a pair of GHDs, but they weren't as good as what they are now. Um, and my friend came over to mine and we were like, oh, I would love to be like one of these skinny American blonde girls, like off these films, like Bring It On mm-hmm. with the long blonde, straight, thin hair. And we we're like, right, we'll thin our hair and dry and dye it blonde. So we went to Superdrug, bought some thinning scissors, some bleach, and we thinned our hair. Like, I kid you not when I say there was about four carrier bags full of hair. Like, to the point where, obviously, it looked absolutely ridiculous. Like, we had completely fucked our hair. To the point where my mum was like, what's happened? And I was like, I don't know. And, like, my mum wanted us to go to the doctors and everything because she thought something was wrong because my hair was falling out. But I was too scared to tell her that I'd actually thinned all my hair. And, nah, honest to God, ten, for 10 years after that, my mum used to tell every hairdresser that I'd thinned all my own hair. She, she probably still does. That, that well, is mental. I just wanted to be, like, one of those girls. I suppose it's, like, now younger girls want to be, like, girls at the sea on Instagram and on yeah. TikTok. Do you know what I mean? I would. I wanted to be to be a teenager now. Same. I can't Same. even do my makeup properly now. Like... Actually, you know what? I think I would love to be a teenager now. Would you? Well, I'd hate it in a way, but I'd love it in others. Like thinking about obviously what I do for a living now. If I could rewind like 10, 15 years and be doing that the whole time. I'd be fucking laughing. I'd be fucking loaded. Exactly. We'd have some good mics. But we don't need good mics now that we've fucking turned one on. <laughs> you know what I used to do when we were, like, must have been school disco times. How many were school discos, by the way? Um, ironing our hair before straighteners were a thing. Actually putting our hair on yeah. the ironing board. Putting a tea towel over it. Did you put a tea towel over oh, it though? Oh, I can't remember. I must have because it would have just fried. Yeah. But can you remember that like scorch yeah. mark? And you would have like the, the mark. The started. Uh-huh. Wow. That looked like you'd had an elastic band around your head. We've come so far. It's, it's mental how things have changed. I know. Absolutely mental. Like I remember being 16, 17 and well no, probably about 14, 15. And one of my friends had like the first ever camera phone. The first ever camera phone. Like, can you believe that we were teenagers when the first camera phone came out? We used to walk around the shopping centre on a Saturday and just put this phone in people's faces and take a photo. 
because that was a really cool thing to do um but yeah can you remember um what was it the razor the pink flip phone thing Oh my god, yes, the Motorola. The Motorola, the Motorola one. I don't know if I had one of those, you know. My mum had one and I used to always steal it. Yeah, I had a Samsung flip phone. I had a Samsung and it had a little screen on the front uh-huh. to tell you the time and if anybody had like rang you or texted yeah, yeah, yeah. you opened it. Tiny little silver yeah, thing. Yeah, it was like roundy. It was, uh-huh. like, it was like that. Yeah, I had that one. Eh, funny. How did we even get on to this conversation? I, ge- I genuinely have no idea. And this was not our theme. What was our Absolutely theme? Absolutely not. So every week I say, Lauren, right, what's our theme? And she's like, what is the point? <laughs> <laughs> what is the point in a theme? What was it? Well, we, we were going to talk about feeding journeys. Yes. Um, Which is probably a little bit boring compared to Samsung flip phones. Oh, razors. Razors. You know what's just popped into my head? What? When I was pregnant, um, I couldn't reach me legs or me fanny to shave. To shave, so I'd asked Dale several times, "Please shave me legs. Please shave me nunny. Like I can't. I don't think I would trust anyone else to shave us." Well, he just being the the go getter that he is, went and got the back scratcher, taped electrically taped a razor to the back scratcher. So you could do it yourself. And our back scratchers like um foldable in and out uh-huh. and he was like and there you are don't ask me again so it was like Drrr. so I just shaved my big toe and everything eh? toe, legs and then shaved me fan it still looked like a patchwork quilt but I then went out the shower and I was like we need to get this made that is a game changer for pregnant people yeah like, like a really long like like it was mint it was literally just a disposable razor stuck on the end of a stick but I was like Nobody's made that, or I would have bought it. And he was like, "Every yeah." He went on Amazon, and there's like ones that have already been made. So oh, really? Human. I thought we were going to make our mil- millions, but how? Why did that story come into my head? Motorola razor. Was it called Motorola? Oh yeah, right. So you were thinking about razors because of the razor phone. Yeah, sorry about that. Okay, so then. breastfeeding journeys or any feeding journeys. Yes. Because did you so- breastfeed both? I did. Did you? I how did. long for? Freddie was six to eight weeks, not very long. Yeah. Um, and then Eva, because I was having a nervous breakdown, was four weeks. Four weeks. But with Eva, it was piss easy. With was Freddie, it? I bled. It was uncomfortable. I had the Oof. nipple shields. And then with Eva, it was like my nipples were weathered. And it was like straight on. Absolutely no bother. And then I just woke up that one day and was like, I've had enough. There's so many was going through so many issues that somebody having the ability to take away something that wasn't then my only my my job to do was what I needed. So I was like, Dale, I'm not breastfeeding anymore. He was like, Why? I was like, I just want you to do it. I want somebody else to be able to do something. Like yeah, I'm yeah. overwhelmed. I'm feeling like I'm drowning. And he was like, Yeah, but she's mint like and I was like Feeding a milkmaid. really maid. good, yeah. Like, but yeah, I just... And I didn't have any guilt from there, whereas when I stopped with Freddie, I wanted to stop because I wanted a glass of wine because it was back in the day, it was pump and dump. Like uh-huh. you weren't allowed to drink, whereas now you can have a couple of glasses and it won't affect it. Yeah. Whereas back then the information was pump and dump or wait to like get rid of it in your cycle or system or whatever. Um, 
But yeah, I wanted a glass of wine without thinking how I was going to get me son off his Pissed. <laughs> Isn't it mental again how things change? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, the information and stuff that you're given. Because um, did you breastfeed? Yeah, two sets. I need to blow my nose. Go back to that then. It can be nicely cut out. I hate starting. I can deal with shit, vomit, Oh, I like to look at it. And everybody in the world looks at the snot. So I've just Everyone. caught you open and look. Yeah, right? yeah, I always but look. I like to see what colour it is. It, uh-huh. What, that was you, nice and clear, by the way. Where this morning it was near yellow. The end. That's near the end. It doesn't feel like it's near the end. Well, actually, it does. <laughs> it does feel like it's near the end. <laughs> what other things do you look... I always look when I wipe as well. I was just about to say, you check your bum. Always. Um, need to make sure it's clean. <laughs> clean. Do you go back to front when you wee? Or front to back? Front to back. So I do it the wrong way around and I pull germs from me. Ew. And I don't mean to. And I know it's wrong, but I just go... Well, I always do front to back, but then sometimes I need to have like a little pat at the just the front. Oh, just spat on the mic there. A little pat just at the front. But I would never go from like bumhole upwards. Well, I don't go as far down as bumhole, but I'd always go vagina. Uh-huh. I don't know why it's just comfier than going down. I know, well, it's a bit, like, awkward, isn't it? I mean, if you try to do that on your toilet seat, you'd come slipping off. <laughs> Christ almighty. The man's coming to fix all of the jobs this week. So I have the most handiest man in the world when it comes to building shit. But he's done this house once, and he's refusing to do any more work in this household. So we've got a handyman coming to emasculate my husband and just be like, look, there's that photo frame on the wall that's been meaning to go up there. For six months. I feel like now we're talking about you yawning, you're too yawning. <laughs> I feel like something awful's happened now as well, where I've blown my nose and it's like made me ears go funny. So now I feel like, I feel like just bunged up everywhere. Like I feel like my voice has 100% changed since I've blown my nose. No, I think it was your not? ears. No. Do you think it's just me ears? You can't pop your ears, can you? Nah. And I hate it. I love that feeling. Nah. But... So, did you breastfeed? Um, I did. I did breastfeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and how was that journey? It was fine, you know. Um, I didn't want to breastfeed mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. I had absolutely no desire to breastfeed. When I was pregnant, I, I was just, I wasn't breastfeeding. Like, I wasn't going to breastfeed. It was not in my plan. I did not want to breastfeed. I just had no desire to at all. Where do you think that come from? People saying that you should breastfeed. Um, so it was a bit of a fuck you. Or was it? Nah, not like a fuck It just, I just hated the thought of someone being attached to us hmm. and not being able to do certain things because... I was breastfeeding or it being like restricting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just had absolutely no intention to. And then obviously Oaks was premature. He was six and a half weeks early and he didn't tolerate formula very well. Um, he was tube fed at first and he was given formula and he didn't digest it very well. Um, so obviously the consultant had said was, have you thought about breastfeeding? And I was like, yeah, but I, I wasn't going to, but um, I'm open to it mm-hmm. now after 
physically seeing the undigested formula being taken from my son's feeding tube like so I got to see how much he wasn't digesting um so after seeing that I was like I'm, I'm open to it like give me the, the information give us the crack whatever um so a lovely nurse in the neonatal showed us how to pump and gave us a breast pump a little handheld breast pump and gave us a pump and I started pumping milk while he was in there still being tube fed um and being totally honest pumping while Oaks was in neonatal for he was in for 11-12 days and obviously it was a time when COVID was a big thing and there was only specific um visiting times so I could only I was going home a lot without my child and thank god I had pumping to do Mm. the breast pumping because I did not know what the fuck to do with myself when I was at home without my baby like it was the weirdest weirdest feeling and I just felt so completely useless and lost and I was just constantly like breaking down in tears like the first couple like the first two days well obviously I still cried after that but then when I started pumping I had a purpose when I was at home mm-hmm. I had a purpose I was doing something for my baby even though he wasn't physically with us I was still doing something for him so it, it just really really it made us feel amazing that I was doing it and then obviously he digested it so much better um and then one of the nurses had said to us are you gonna are you gonna try him on the boob when you can and I was just like you know what I've started the pumping my milk is mint I might as well just give it a go and I did and he latched on straight away and again I just felt like I had a purpose when I'd felt so useless Mm -hmm. um so we did, we had a, we had a canny little, canny little go of the breastfeeding. I did just breastfeeding for, I think it was like six or seven weeks. And then we started a combi feed and mm-hmm. I combi fed, I actually honestly can't remember how long we combi fed for, but it was a good few months. I think maybe until he started weaning. So maybe like five, six months. Mm-hmm. And then we dropped the breastfeeds. Um, and he just had the odd bottle, but I, even now I say like, next time I'm not going to breastfeed. It's hard a second time, you know. You know, I just think it, it is, it's hard anyway. Mm-hmm. It is hard. But it's when the other child wants you. Yeah. yeah. So you've already got a toddler slash preschooler. Yeah. And they're like, you've not been able to play with them like normal since you've yeah. been heavily pregnant. And then the baby's there. When you're breastfeeding, they're like, oh, I, I want to get a mam, but I can't get to her because there's always this baby there. Yeah. But. No, I get that. And I did think that that would be hard anyway. But I just, I just think it's easier for routine. Mm-hmm. And obviously I've, I've done both and I did love the breastfeeding, but it is restricting mm. and you do have to like plan things around your feeds like I used to have to plan when to false tan I know that's such a silly little thing but I just remember I was going to my friend's wedding oh my and I really needed a false tan but I needed a false tan at a time when 
I wasn't going to get my baby covered in false tan. I just had a vision of orcs with like yeah. an orange. No, but exactly. That's that's what he would have ended up like. But what I'd done is his last feed at like, I think his last feed was maybe 10, 11 o'clock. And then he was waking up at like four, three, four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So as soon as he'd finished his last feed, I had a false tan. And then I had to set my alarm to get in the shower before I fed him in the middle of the night. That is that is that's dedication dedication. to the cause of the tan (laughs) and i know not everyone has to do that and but it is just little things like that Mm -hmm. like mine was wine that well i mean i also love a wine (laughs) i also love a wine but now you don't have to supposedly yeah but see i'm not a one wine kind of girl (laughs) i'm not a one or two wine i'm a bottle um so yeah i couldn't Drink a bottle of wine and feed after. No, nah. Um, did you um find that clothes as a one a maternity clothes and two breastfeeding were quite limited? Absolutely, and I feel like this little story will bring us perfectly on. Mm to our sponsor this week our first sponsor but yes we have a sponsor guys um so obviously when i had orcs i was breastfeeding and um a friend of glenn's his wonderful girlfriend has a business which is incredible and it really really changed the breastfeeding game for me and I wish that I'd found it a couple of weeks beforehand because when I first had orcs it was when there was still a lot of COVID restrictions so you couldn't sit inside Mm -hmm. you couldn't sit inside anywhere you had to sit outside of calves and stuff Mm -hmm. so if we were ever going for walks and for breakfast and stuff like that if I needed to feed orcs I was doing it outside in the cold and that is quite, it can be uncomfortable. Like, it's all right it's when... It's intimidating, isn't it? it? It can be intimidating depending on where you are. Mm-hmm. But for me, there's no, there was no clothing where you didn't have to bare your chest mm-hmm. or maybe a bit of your stomach mm-hmm. until Pretty Mama I came see. along. And honestly, their pieces are game changing for anyone breastfeeding Mm -hmm. because they have these amazing zips where you literally just yeah so they're hidden zips and they're just where your boob is so and it's just like you can get one boob out at a time Mm -hmm. with these little zips and your baby can latch on and you can't see anything but then again it's also warm and comfortable and for you to wear. Exactly. And stylish. Yeah, they are lovely. They are lovely, like nice oversized sweatshirts and t-shirts. t-shirts. And they are just incredible. Mm-hmm. And I would highly, highly, highly recommend them to anyone who is breastfeeding. I just feel like when I was... Because they weren't around when Freddie... When I yeah. Had Freddie, I feel like everything was like frumpy yeah old like not trendy not for like the modern woman no whereas these jumpers are so simple but absolutely incredible the way that this the the zip goes from like like diagonally so your nip 
is accessible. Mm -hmm. Like you've just said, your whole tit doesn't need to come out. Yeah. It's just mint. So I mean, like, I found that like breastfeeding tops and vests or whatever that you could get from other places what like the clippy down ones yes where they've got the little clippy down straps like you've got to get your full boob out mm-hmm. to feed and as a a, a mom of a new mom anyway like that's such a weird scenario mm-hmm. you've been told your entire life you're not allowed like keep your bits private parts yeah. private and then when you're breastfeeding it's just like well just get your tear out like yeah I remember a story my dad came in my house old school and um I had me tit out because I was breastfeeding obviously not just lobbed out walking about Freddie was attached and he walked in the living room and he went oh 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 I'm sorry and shut the door and I went dad like you can't see anything like yeah he's, he's going no 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 I'll, I'll just wait out here that's just... such a that's such a man uh-huh. thing to do isn't it like I, Glenn's dad Glenn's dad when um he came in the house once and Glenn was like oh Lauren's feeding and he was like oh I'll wait out here I was like, well, no, you can come in. Like, whereas if we had one of them jumpers, you wouldn't even know. You'd just think no. the baby's just... Nah, and that in. is what one of the times when I used to love wearing the breastfeeding stuff the most is when we had visitors, like usually Glenn's friends and stuff, because I feel like you can be so, so confident, but sometimes other people in the room do feel... They don't know where to look. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They don't know where to look. They don't know whether to acknowledge that you're feeding. And then sometimes that can make you feel quite awkward, that they feel awkward. And it's just like a big awkward circle. Awkward soup. Mm. So if any of you beautiful breastfeeding mums or pregnant mummies are wanting to get any of these pieces, we have a, a, a discount code. Do we have a discount code? We have a promo code, whatever Woo! you call it these days. So it's mama, M-A-M-M-A-15. That's Mama, M-A-M-M-A-15. And, yeah, once you have your piece, make sure you put it on, tag us, tag them, and let's just build their incredible brand. Like, they got all four dragons in, wanted yes. to invest in them. Like They were on Dragon's Den. Dragon's Den, like, insane. And what I love more than anything, they're local lasses. Yeah, they are. Doing it for the right reasons, not a corporate thing. And they're just gorgeous humans. Yeah. So there we are. Thank you, girls, for sponsoring us. Whoop. So, um, do you feel that once you... It's probably different because you can be fed for a long time. But I felt two forms of... Forms? Two forms of, like, judgment. One was of an older generation. Yeah going like like because i was never breastfed so it was like looking down the nose if you did breastfeed in public you shouldn't be doing that in public and then the other thing when i stopped breastfeeding it was like judgment from the breastfeeding mams that were like you shouldn't be stopped breastfeeding i just think that there is a lot of people in this world with a lot of different opinions and you just can't please everyone Mm -mm. like again when I was pregnant and obviously I was adamant that I wasn't breastfeeding and then obviously I share my life on social media I didn't want to share on social media that I was bottle feeding really in case I got a lot of hate for it even though that's how I felt when I was pregnant but then when my pregnancy got further on I did feel more like confident in the decision 
that I was making and I had mentioned on my story that I wasn't planning on breastfeeding and you you get a lot of you get a lot of love for from the bottle feeding mams who were like yes this person's like you know what I mean mm-hmm. this person's repping repping for us representing for us and then you get people from the breastfeeding community that are like oh but you do know that good for this good for that good for this you just there's a winning argument for every Mm -hmm. everything isn't there and I just feel like I've said this throughout the whole of my motherhood journey like you just need to do whatever is right for you and your baby so if bottle feeding is right for you then absolutely fantastic Mm -hmm. bottle feed if breastfeeding is right for you absolutely fantastic do it if combi feeding is right for you fucking brilliant do it like it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks Mm -hmm. it just doesn't doesn't um i was in a play calf the other day and there was a bit of a not an argument it was a very well-structured discussion Uh on breastfeeding and this man was talking about she has nearly a two-year-old who's still not sleeping all the way through and she was having a bit of whinge which we all love we're at we've we are allowed to have a fucking whinge as mothers yeah and then this other lady chirped in about well you need to stop breastfeeding then and the lady's face was like what like what and she went well you're saying you you're not getting sleep and you haven't slept through for two and a half years or whatever but it's because he's using you as a dody a dummy and that she she went well I, I very much know that that's true but i can't just stop like i don't want to stop i shouldn't have to stop yeah and i do feel like it must get uh, a certain age where it probably is really difficult to stop mm-hmm. because they know that they want it mm-hmm. i don't know how you would stop no because i'm would love to get eva off our dodie at the minute because i know that's why she wakes up every you know yeah so often she didn't last night thank the lord she slept through till six whoop whoop but like she's looking for our dodie but we did try and take our dodie off her a couple of months ago on a night and bless her she was a hot mess and i just thought she's still a little baby so then babies are using the boob as their yeah. comforter but it was just a really interesting conversation because then it grew arms and legs this conversation in this calf where there was other breastfeeding mums that were like no 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 defending her but not an argument it was such a lovely conversation but it was like they a breastfeeding mum knows that that's why they're waking up but you don't need to say it to them yeah but this lady was just like it's fucking black and white like you know why they're waking up like then just stop we can't just stop i know i was gonna put like what do you do in in that situation like one of the parent leads uh-huh. and she only gets depression like anxiety this feeling of you know when you're going really fast along a road and you jump off a little hill like that belly falling out butterflies feeling only when she's breastfeeding and a lot of mums really? get prescribed, well, misdiagnosed as postnatal depression, but it's actually this this 
disorder called DEMA where yeah. it's when the milk comes down into when it's the letdown you get this anxiety ridden awful and it could last for 30 seconds but it could last the entire time you breastfeed and then as soon as you're finished it goes away but God, then we go through it as women don't we honestly like, it's we mad. go through all sorts but then you start getting anxiety through the day because you're worrying right when's the next time I'm gonna get this feeling yeah so, and the first thing I said on the pod- podcast was then why don't you just stop like in a encouraging like yeah and she said but I shouldn't have to I should learn how to deal with the symptoms of it and know about it and know how I can like soothe myself kind of thing she said it's awful but just flicking through my phone to distract my brain really helps or yeah putting some music on, or eating chocolate and getting the like dopamine hit mm-hmm. um but yeah it's just mad like see like I get, I get that like I get it but then I also think you've just got to look after yourself Mm-hmm. like is there not a point where you do you just have to look after yourself and if you're if you're going to be feeling like that then she, yeah I, I don't know about stopping but wh- why would you put yourself through it if you were I think gonna I be asked feeling? that question two or three times but in a different way just because I was so interested yeah and she couldn't she was like I don't know why I can't yeah and I know I'm doing it to myself but I know I can't, like she had it with her first son and she breastfed him for over a year. Uh-huh. And then she's doing it with her second son as well, breastfeeding, he's about six months now. Like, I just still... feel, if I was feeling like that and if I was like mm-hmm. really, really tired, sleep deprived, feeling anxious, feeling depressed, I know that I wouldn't be given the best version of myself to my son. So I'd, I, I wouldn't want to be in that situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's got better um since because I think she he was only a month or something when we first spoke but it was a really interesting talk like yeah. and if you if you are breastfeeding you're thinking fucking hell that's me like I get that feeling of overwhelm or anxiety or that belly like jumping over and butterflies as I'm breastfeeding have a look into Dima because it's literally like insane and there isn't you can put, go on antidepressants but what's the point you, you're not actually depressed, d- depressed. Yeah. it's only when this letdown happens um but no it's really it's mental like the a, body is bizarre and if people don't talk about these weird fucking things then we'll never ever know yeah i never knew about that i never knew that that was a thing d-m-e-r i can't remember it's it's proper title because it's yeah. like long as shit but Dima. We've got a blog about it on the website as well, mamasocial.com. You go to blogs and it's in there. It's amazing. It's not amazing, but it's really interesting. Yeah, to be like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I might have that. So, interesting. You learn something new every week on this podcast. Ooh, we're not just here for the shits and the bants and the giggles, lasses and men. I love how many men listen. Oh my god, you, I know. You sneaky little bastard. We actually have male listeners. <laughs> on our um analytics we can see on the um where we host our podcast, you can see the like percentage and it's just so I just love it that you're getting an insight, lads, and I hope you're making changes. Or you're just going <laughs> they're fucking fruit loops, stay away from them. We're not though. No, we're not. But we are. I mustn't have been that boring because she hasn't yawned in a little while. I think it's because I got in a good flow of talking. 
And I wasn't just listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> Twat. Yeah, it's a bit dark now, isn't it? Oh, there we are, a bit light. Slurpy, slurpy, slurpy. We lovely lemon of water off Kaylee that she makes us every week. Mm-hmm. Um, so there we are. Thing. So is, is that that then? Are we done? Oh, are we yeah. done for episode 10? Should we do something special for the 10th episode? Um, um, out. Oh, no one can see that. <laughs> 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 I haven't got a bra on. What? No. What does your tits... I can see your nip. There it is. Were you just going to say, what do your tits look like? Since breastfeeding. Before well, I've breastfeeding. Only, I've only got little boobs. So, before breastfeeding, I had a 70-30 tit. Have we talked about the... Sem- I've talked about some with somebody about 70, the 70-30. 70 the ratio of where the nipple is. 70 Something, high, 30 yeah. down. Mine is the opposite way around now. Mine is 70 down, 30 high. And my nip is like... We have talked about it because that's why Dale was offering me a tit job. Oh, yes, yes. Remember? Yeah, so me... I don't mind my titties. I think they're quite delightful. Just, I wish my nip was back where it once was. Mm. But I cannot believe you, you cannot wear a bra. I used They're to... still a nice little handful, Lauren. They're a bit... Uh. Oh, delightful. <laughs> I just burped <laughs> and then blew snot out of my nose. While stroking her Whilst <laughs> grabbing me boobs. Um... Yeah, me boobs used to be smaller than this before. I could like get them, like now they're just more than a handful. Right. But before they were just like a perfect little handful. But I never, ever used to wear a bra. Ever, 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 ever. I would rather die than wear a bra. Well, my bras these days are proper like comfort bras. Yeah, I've got Marks and Spencer bras now. Marks and Spencers, they don't have bones. I only wear a bra when I've got a white t-shirt on. It's the only time really. I don't want to see Arioli. Is that what it's called, or is that garlic sauce? Areola. Alioli is garlic sauce. (laughs) Excuse me, may I have some areoli? Areola, please. (laughs) Can I have some areola with me pizza? (laughs) Lauren. Lauren. Bye. No, that's not how we end our podcast. Bye, everyone. Please subscribe, like, and leave us a review. That would be really great. I'm actually going to look right now to see what our reviews are on. What, on the podcast? Oh, we're at 4.9. When did we come off five? It's probably that... Probably the shit sound. <laughs> the person was like, the shit, awful noise, sound, quality. Yeah, but, you know, we're not... Stephen... I was going to say Stephen Mulhern. What's his name? Stephen Bartlett, Diary Bartlett, the CEO. Who's got 5,000 people running his podcast. We're in a kitchen. Anyway, but we've knacked it now, so... Cracked it. Okay. Right, Lauren, I'll see you soon. Yes, you will. Oh, dear me.